0: I'm King My
1: age the mind starts playing tricks
0: A New Hampshire's home for sports ESPN
2: So white Jesus
0: New Hampshire
1: Good afternoon, it's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com Also streaming on TuneIn, nice to have you with us here on this uh, gray and snowy day I'm Christian Arkin alongside Tom King, hey Tom Look,
2: yeah,
3: look, look, barely made it Yeah, I, I, I thought you might have a little trouble because it, it, this little nuisance snow could cause more problems than the, than the heavy stuff sometimes A couple Just of accidents those. on the way up yeah. Oh yeah, Oh, you know, I'm sure you know, because you're slip sliding all around. Cause, be careful out there. Yeah, because they don't, they don't think much of what's coming, so they don't treat. Right. You know? Now, they treated my street this morning. You can tell the difference. All of a sudden, the snow just disappears and it's concrete. Yeah, I wish, my my wish I could do that on my driveway. I wish I could do that on my driveway. I wish I could just throw, like, sprinkle miracle dust on my driveway and the snow disappears. That'd be nice.
1: Wouldn't it? I'm surprised that doesn't exist. It 26. does. I just it does. They have it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you just grab. You just grab a handful of it and throw it out in the snow and it just goes. Whoosh.
3: That's what the they, they have it. The DPW has it. The trucks go down down in the street. They don't plow. They just you know throw the stuff down. There's not enough to plow out there. So but can citizens just... get their hands on this magical anti snow
1: dust stuff yeah, or what? Slip
3: a twenty to the DPW guy and he gives you something. Oh, that's it, huh? Yeah? Very nice. Sure.
1: Those guys could be bought. Got a big show today. Those, it's,
3: guys, uh, those city workers, yeah, I, I know firsthand. I work in the city sometimes. I do those games. Right. You take bribes all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You could bribe Tom King with a ham sandwich. Bribe <laughs> doesn't take much, believe me. Yeah. Does not take much. Certainly not. No. Uh,
1: we got a big show today. We're going to make our football picks because we do not have a show tomorrow, nor do we have a show on Monday. <laughs> so. oh, oh my God! Oh, my days! When I I'm seeing you. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm already upset we'll do this a little bit later on, even though it's pretty much a mere formality at this point. Oh God. I mean, these picks it's over. I mean, I, I, I beat you, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I can't see. believe
3: how badly I did this year. Yeah. I've not I've never done year. that. I've never done that. And I, it's not over yet. Oh,
1: it's over. It's over, but it's not over yet. <coughs> you know? Yeah. Uh,
3: Yogi's not alive anymore. That <laughs> phrase doesn't count. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh God. Um, yeah. We'll get into the Patriots as we preview this game with the Jets. Bryce Petty will be the quarterback, according to Todd Bowles. I don't know what Bryce Petty did to the offensive linemen individually, what he did personally to them, but it must have been something because they weren't really trying to block for him at all against the Dolphins. They weren't
3: trying to block. They wouldn't have blocked for Johnny Unitas if he was for Joe Namath. He was back there. Yeah. The Jets quit last Saturday night. And I expect after the first quarter on, on Saturday, this Saturday, they'll quit again. Mm. They are toast. They're all set for the... I mean, look. It's human nature. You're a professional football player. Mm-hmm. And I think every Sunday, if you're playing regularly, is an exercise in pain. All right? Sure. So once you're... It's not like baseball where you can pad your stats. You want to pad your stats, salary drives, all that stuff. Really, you know? Mm-hmm. Basketball, scoring, hockey the same way. You're a lineman or you're a linebacker or, you know, even a, a situational running back. And you're going to get the snot beat out of you while you're trying to beat the snot out of somebody else, which causes as much pain as it does when it's hit, when you get hit. Yeah. For nothing. Because you have nothing to play for. There is no playoffs. Right. You have no chance at a Super Bowl. You barely have a chance to have a career. <laughs> you know? You may be playing for that. That may inspire a few people. But that's only a handful of people on a team. In football, you got to take everybody. It's got to be everybody. If there's a weak leak in the chain on a football team, it yeah. shows.
1: Yeah. And some of these teams, I mean, it's over in week six.
3: Yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. San Francisco.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's uh. pretty much the theme song
1: of a lot of these teams.
3: You know, these guys, the Jets, they were pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Week six, they had four losses.
1: Yeah. And they knew it. It's not going to fly in the AFC East.
3: Uh-uh. No. No. And, you know, so they're going to be.
1: Not after he won 10 games last year and just missed the playoffs.
3: Right. They, they know it. Yeah. And they know it. You know, now they gave the Patriots a, a bit of a battle. Back in, they gave him a real battle. Yeah, 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 they did. It's a good game. You know, they had a veteran quarterback going, and they were, you know, they were playing to win the game because they felt, you know, look, we need to do something here. Maybe we can turn it around, and go eight and eight, seven and nine, eight and eight, right? Make it at least look somewhat respectable. You know, and who knows if everybody else keeps losing, we might have a shot. They, they came weren't...
1: into that game. The Jets were three and seven. I want to say uh, coming into that game, uh, and the Patriots were weekend, yeah. nine and
3: or eight and two. Eight and two. Yeah. <laughs> that was Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, it was. Yes, but I mean, it's just it was a different circumstance then. A little bit more. The Jets had won that game. They they probably could have said, "Hey, this is going to turn us around."
1: Mm-hmm. And they had a lead. You know, they they had a lead in that game with five minutes left, and Brady <laughs> just Brady took them right down. They
3: got Christmas Eve at, in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Get us back by 11 o'clock so I can wake <laughs> up with my kids Christmas morning. You know? Yeah. That's what they're thinking. A
1: bunch of guys are going to go down with mysterious injuries. Oh, are you
3: kidding me? <laughs>
1: oh, my leg. Oh, my thumb. I got to get back to New York.
3: <laughs> I, I'd get my, I, I'd get myself hurt during the national anthem. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Really?
1: You see the whole Jets team kneel during the anthem. They all get kicked out. <laughs> That'd be uh, funny. Anything
3: they can do not to have to play this game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. There's a couple of them say, "Oh, it'd be great to beat the Patriots, upset them on their home field." Well, it's not going to happen. You know, it's not going to happen. Not with Bryce, not when Bryce Petty is your quarterback. Right? Because he stinks. They know he stinks. That's why it took him so long to play him this year. He's not going to be. If he's their quarterback next year, it's because they couldn't find anybody else. So, if you're the Jets. You're like, do I have to play? I really don't want to play. <laughs> yeah. You know, now the Patriots, they they know this, you know, they know this. They mm-hmm. have to fight the feeling of that. That no they have to pretend they don't know it. Because they know how remember how they if they're looking for motivation, the motivation is how they finished last season. Yeah. That's their motivation. Sure. Cause I think what was it? The last two regular season games they lost, right? Jets and Miami? Yes. Right. The same three ones of the now. last four. Same ones now.
1: I think they beat Tennessee. Maybe in between. Yeah, I think so. A home game. Yeah. There's Denver, Philadelphia. Then they beat Tennessee, and then they lost to the Jets and the Dolphins. Right? Yeah, I think so. Something like that's that. That's four of their last five.
3: Yeah. really that Uh, well, no, they only they only they finished twelve and four. So yeah, that's right. Denver was their first loss. was The first loss. Yeah. yeah they lost so four of their last five. Right. Last yeah. Year. Four of the last five. Yeah,
1: yeah that can't happen again. No. <laughs> It already can't happen, but yeah. I got that wrong. They lost four of their last six. Yeah, they lost right. to Denver, Philadelphia. They beat Houston. They beat Tennessee, and then they lost to the Jets. They beat the Houston on the road, too. That's right. I forgot about good. that Houston yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Houston sucks. Well, dude. they didn't have a quarterback. I mean, th- that's the thing is they're playing They're playing two teams. Now, all right, Miami's Matt Moore looked pretty good against the Jets, but he, he would be able to do what he did against the Jets last Saturday night. He can't do mm-hmm. that in Miami against the Patriots. I don't think that's possible. So, um, you know, this is you know, the Dolphins know that. Think they think they fear they gotta win this weekend. But um the, the 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 two quarterbacks the Patriots are facing to end the season are Bryce Petty and Matt Moore. I mean mm-hmm. really. You know, let's 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 not you know, and this this I think everybody I think everybody feels now more than they have all year long that this is a Super Bowl team. Maybe not Super Bowl winning team. You don't know because those that game seems that game now is always a crapshoot. You don't know, right? But but they feel that they can get through the AFC East, and I think they're right.
1: Yeah. Now Manish Mehta, the uh, oh, legendary God. troll from the New York Daily News, what is, he is really going hard after Jets fans with this one. It's an entire article, and you want to hear the uh, headline? I I'll read it on my phone later, but yeah. Why Brandon my- Marshall should join the Patriots if the Jets cut him next year. <laughs> probably should probably yeah here's how it starts brandon marshall's surreal journey across the (laughs) nfl cosmos must end in the only place that can guarantee him what he deserves he should be a new england patriot in 2017 marshall's 166 game resume has one glaring omission never made the playoffs the veteran wideout has the longest postseason drought of any active player a stunning reality for one of the era's biggest game changers. wow i didn't know that i didn't know that either Marshall is second in receiving yards and receptions and third in touchdown catches since entering the league in '06. He's a matchup nightmare, a difference maker, a rare talent who hasn't made a past 16 games in a calendar year. He turns 33 this offseason, is scheduled to make $7.5 million in the final year of his contract. The rebuilding Jets looking to cultivate a collection of young pass catchers could save all of that money by releasing him after this season. If that happens, he should join forces with Brady and Belichick. Marshall, that's intriguing, but that wouldn't be my team, he said. I would be a rental player. Not all rental players are created equal. Besides, it's not personal. It's business. No outfit exemplifies the NFL bottom line nature better than the Patriots. Ask Darrell Um
3: Wrong answer, Brandon. You know what your answer is? I don't care about that. I'm a Jet. That's who I'm playing for. Right. That's it. That's what you say. Intriguing. Oh, that would be interesting. That would yeah. be intriguing. Yeah. No, Brandon. No. 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 Don't talk about that.
1: they playing, playing him in two days, and Meta is writing his piece. So I mean, oh, it's obviously. a good piece
3: by Meta. I think right. it's a very good piece by Meta. Meta yeah. writes good stuff. I mean, he doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he's turned from a beat writer into a columnist. That's what right. they they did with him. Um, <laughs> Just but- imagine Jets fans with this team and their four wins. Going to the, you know,
1: get, getting on the train, going to their job or whatever, grabbing the paper, opening to the sports page. Brandon Marshall
3: should join the Patriots. I know, right? You like, know, I it's God, like, Jesus, Jesus, I know, right? God almighty, can they leave, leave us alone? Imagine the Jets seeing that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but that's just the Jets. That's just the Jets. Yeah, I don't think they like Manisha Pretty
3: much. jetsy stuff there. Yes, it is. Um, you this think is, that, this is going to be a, I mean, this is just a. Uh, could that
1: happen? Could the Patriots take a run at Marshall if they caught him?
3: they take a run at anybody if they, they caught him. Definitely. You know?
1: Well, they're going to need to fill that Michael Floyd uh, hole oh, no over kidding, on I know. <laughs> I know. Because I don't think he's coming back. Oh,
3: that was funny this morning. What? Uh, Bill Belichick was asked by – oh, by Ben. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Okay, go, go um, on. Is there audio of it? Yeah, it? Uh, the, yes, there should be. Okay, sure In I fact, we it. should pl- probably play Bill today again. Um, but the, it's towards the end. He asked him about uh, – um, did he, you know – was he aware that, uh, you know, that 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 Marshall blew a blood alcohol level of whatever it was. That right. Qualified him as like, well, I, I love that super duper extravaganza DWI. A or super DUI. extreme DUI. You know, I mean. <laughs>
1: between .15 and .19 is a super DUI. Right. But between .2, if you get over .2, it's a super extreme DUI. And I read this. I haven't fact checked it yet, but someone, and I've read it a couple places, but. If you've already had a DUI and then you get a super extreme DUI in Arizona. Oh, yeah. That G- could be six months minimum.
3: Should that could be. be a six month minimum. Oh, it rate. should be. I'm surprised the forty five days is all you get for what he blew. You know? So anyway. That's the mandatory minimum for first time offense right, for blowing
1: right. a point for a super extreme yeah. DUI. But if you've already had one even if it wasn't in Arizona and even if it wasn't also a super-extreme well, DUI, I, yeah, Well, no, wait a that minute. That kicks yeah. it up into a— The
3: Arizona one, that's a state one. That, I mean, that's, that's Arizona's law. The super-duper or whatever it is?
1: Yes, but what I'm saying is that the minimum sentence for that, if you already have had a DUI, even if it wasn't in
3: Arizona— Oh, just a ge- general DUI, no yeah, matter what
1: you blew. You add that to the super-extreme, and then that, then I you think— you get a
3: super-extreme-extreme. and extreme. you get the six months. Yes. But,
1: you know, here's the thing. And this is what I've believed all along, and in my experience, this is always the case. If you have enough money, to make DUIs go away. Oh, with a good I lawyer. I mean, it's really it sucks, but that's
3: the truth. I mean, it's. I, I don't think that can happen with this one, though. Mm. I. Think this right, there one, is a mountain of. Oh, evidence. I think this one is just the video. No, no the you're the not. Video. Gonna, the you're bludgeon, not making. I mean, there's no
1: unless they really <laughs> mess. <laughs> the only up thing the going away
3: is you to jail. Much, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know. Yeah. I and, mean, because what they try to do, what a good lawyer, what a good. I, I, I'm not a, you know, the, I, I don't know for sure, but what a, what a, I would imagine what a good uh, uh lawyer does mm-hmm. is try to poke holes in the, in, in the protocol. In the procedure, yeah. In, right, yeah, the yeah, procedure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got this procedure all on video, and it doesn't look like this, this cop did anything wrong. Looks like it was pretty by the book. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty all open right. and shut. Here we go.
1: I found the audio by the way. Oh, you did. We, you we want to... run it. Yeah, let's run it later.
3: Run it later. Yeah. All right. We can let... run it at twelve thirty. Yeah. Let me let me let me tease it a little bit. Okay. Okay. The best line in this whole thing. Tease it.
1: Best you got Yeah. Big
3: this... feet. Best line in this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Was Belichick going blah? You know, he was asked about it, blah 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 blah. I can't talk blah 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 blah. That was the I best ap- part. No. No. <laughs> okay. I was like, I can't read it because we want people to hear it. Go ahead. I appreciate you asking about it, though. (laughs) I really do.
0: (laughs) Ha! Ha! Oh! Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying?
3: Ben Moller's response was, I just want to be fair. Right. And Belichick said, yeah. 100%. Hell
4: no. Oh, no, no.
3: That's funny. Do you know, I mean, you know stuff on the internet and it's got in a foreign language and you hit the, it says translate see translation you right. hit the button and mm-hmm. it translates it for you if that says see translation the translation would be bleep you vol and i yeah. already answered this and i'm not touching it again mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the translation of i appreciate you asking that though yeah well you know what
1: all due respect to bill you signed the guy you got to answer questions you got it. to
3: take the heat for this come on
1: you got to sorry it's one thing if there was, you know, no video and the blood test was inconclusive and any, it was all hearsay. any
3: of the details we come out. We saw
1: the whole thing. Any I mean, of the
3: details come out, you're going to be asked. It. Now, now, that's what I told you was going to be the overriding decision that they had to, to weigh. When, right. If, if something, I didn't think they would want to deal with the headache. Mm-hmm. This is the headache. Right. All the, all the having to answer for it. That's the headache.
1: Not just that, though. There's that, which is part of it, answering questions and, you know, shutting down Ben Volan and everything else. But then there's also the idea of how much of your resources are you going to allot, both with the team and with, you know, the the franchise and the organization, to making sure that this guy doesn't do anything stupid. And is that really worth your your time and energy yeah, you, to good do point. that in the last— Because
3: few- as I told you, right. I told you that they have to be watching. They have to be having yeah. him under almost lock and key. Sure. He's got to be under house arrest, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's got to learn the offense on the fly. He's got to do all
1: these. He's got to take that. Just, they don't care about.
3: Well, no, because they've signed guys like they signed Stephen Jackson last year. Come on. Well, true, but you know, I mean that 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 Stephen
1: Jackson would just go there. Run, yeah, Well, that's what they're doing with him, this guy. You know?
3: That's what they're doing with this guy. All he's got, to, what he's got to know is the plays being called out by Brady at the line. That's what he's got to know. Yeah, but you he's also to know have to get downs.
1: it. You have to get in a rhythm with Brady. You have
3: to. Oh, that's, not, I mean, that's yes not. Yes, it is. No, yes, it's it is. No, it's not. He's not. He's a situational receiver. He's going to be used goal line. six three. Throw high, jump up. That's what it is. We'll see. All right. He doesn't have to get into a rhythm and all that. That's for the, the main guys to have. All right. He's a situational guy right now. Okay. That's all so then, use all right. For. So fine. So, so I don't, a, a, they don't care about that. So he's a situational that, guy. That, that, that's that, You're gonna that's, that's not involved. You're going to these sort of
1: resources to making sure this situational guy, who's probably the yes. fourth or fifth option, right. maybe on the goal line. Right. You know why? Speak. Because
3: they needed a receiver. Right. Okay. And they felt that this guy would be better probably in the red zone than Griff Whalen. But again, the overriding thing had to be you get the the comp- in, in two the years, pick, you yeah. get the compensatory. Pick. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that to me is what what that was all about. Right. Not not just scooping him up for the pick, but that trumped that pushed them to the top said, OK, let's do it. You know, that was the that was the final. Mm-hmm. That was the final saying, yeah, OK. Yeah. You know, of course. I think that was the
1: biggest part of all of this. Right. Because he's not going to be a big contributor. He's going to, you know, he's going to It's you like made, you.
3: Well, you come here, you know. Well, uh, yeah, I got m- so much money, blah, blah, blah. What do I want to do? You know, there's not, is the food that good? I don't know. You know, blah, blah, blah. blah but I get to work with Tom King. That's right. it. See, he pushes you right up
1: there. There it goes. It uh, 603-883-9900. Your phone number, 883-9900. We'll play this Belichick sound for you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is Christian and King here on
0: ESPN New Hampshire. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire.
5: The money-saving tip. Going at
2: you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively.
0: Tired of
6: overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome.
4: ESPN Radio Extra Point with Dan Lebatard and Stu Gotts. I do find it interesting that in recent years, the guys who have stayed away are the guys who get the cushy broadcasting jobs and have won championships. It's dungie it's Cowher, it's Jimmy Johnson. The one guy who has stuck around who didn't have the championship is Jeff Van Gundy. Right, but he keeps getting tempted. He keeps getting oh, no interviews. Yeah. You have to have won a championship, but those jobs, those, the cushy jobs, the, the job that Gruden has is an exceptional job, especially when they're now paying as much as coaches. Sure. Like, these gas bag jobs are great. I think Cowherd makes more than any major league manager, and the money has gotten so high in television that they're exceptional jobs. Why would you leave them for the stress when you've already won?
6: AutoZone presents Holiday Shopping. Finding the perfect holiday gift begins with knowing where to start. That's why AutoZone carries amazing and affordable gift ideas all season long. Great for drivers and perfect for those who shop for drivers. Right now, get a a 2.5-ton Duralast Floor Jack with case for just $34.99. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner, so you can fix your car with confidence. Hoods up, America.
2: Get in the zone. AutoZone. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.51%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 30. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace.
1: I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is a
3: place with exactly what you need, starting with help.
6: Ace Hardware now is a brand new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper map out an adventure your whole family will always remember. Disney on Ice presents Passport to Adventure. Journey across the African plains with Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. Fly off to Neverland with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Explore the underwater world of Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian. And trek through
0: Arendelle with Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Disney's Frozen. The journey begins in your hometown. Playing January 26th through 29th at SNHU Arena in Manchester. Tickets are on sale now. Visit DisneyOnIce.com today.
6: There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football-watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets.
2: Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings Beer Sports. Are you looking for the perfect gift this season? Want to avoid the malls and long lines this year? How about Omaha Steaks? And for only forty nine ninety nine, you can get my family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the promo code DANP in the search bar, and that's 77% off. So for less than $50, two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, Four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all beef meatballs, four potatoes all gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, and also one Omaha steak seasoning packet. Plus, get four additional kielbasa sausages free. All of this for less than $50. If you're looking for convenient and quick shopping for those on your list, go to omahasteaks.com and enter my promo code DANP in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart and get a 77% savings. Omahastakes.com and the promo code DANP. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit.
0: For the best local high school sports coverage period, keep it here on ESPN New Hampshire at espnnhradio.com. Take
2: it!
1: Back here, Christian King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com, streaming on TuneIn as well. Good to have you with us here today. going to make our football picks in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll have Notes from the Kingdom coming up for you a quarter of, but right now we wanted to uh, get this out of the way. Bill Belichick spoke to the media for a uh, final time before Saturday.
3: Yeah, because tomorrow's the day. I uh, Brady was going to talk today. He is. He's talking later. Oh, he hasn't spoken. It, no, I think it's, uh, this, uh, I think it's uh, probably right about now. Oh. No, all it's right. not to be obvious. because they, they That's right because it's Thursday. Yes. Yeah, uh,
1: all right. Well, we'll get uh, we'll get Brady as soon as the audio pops up. But in the meantime, here is Bill Belichick from earlier this morning in I <clears throat> What I ask
3: you about Leonard Williams, we've talked about him a lot in the past.
7: Just how much of a challenge this guy? And just how rare is his size and speed? That
4: Leonard's
5: right. Yeah, really good. Um, you know, he plays everywhere. He plays out on the end. He plays in the three technique. He plays on the nose. Uh, they move him around. Um, it, some of it's third down, but regardless, everybody kind of will get a shot at him, uh, or he'll get a shot at everybody, however you want to look at it. Um, a lot of power uh, for a tall guy. He's got good leverage, uses his hands well, uh, can knock the line of scrimmage back, has a good power rush, um, good quickness, runs well, athletic, plays on his feet, and pretty instinctive. You know, he finds the ball, reacts well to uh, different blocking schemes, and, um, you know the way he gets attacked, he, he handles it pretty well. So he's, yeah, he's really good.
7: Bill, the uh, decision to activate Jacoby Brissett, what went into the decision, and how valuable are the practice reps that he gets, even if they're very few? You know, for the remainder
2: of his rookie year.
5: Uh, well, I think practice helps everybody. That's why we do it. Um, but you know, the most important thing for us is to win. That's what we're here for. So um, he gives his depth at a position that's an important position. I don't know. Nobody needs insurance until you need insurance. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to need it. I don't know if we're not going to need it. But um, at least he knows our system. He's played there. It's an important position. I don't think you want to be. You know, bring a guy into onto the team, you know, in the postseason that hasn't been with you all year. Which is where we would be if we had to if we only had two quarterbacks. Sometimes that's where you are. This year we had an option, so that's what we did.
6: How has he developed Bill since the beginning of the year? Obviously he had the the thumb and he was down for a little bit, but how has his progression been, maybe even since the time he came into the building?
5: Well, Jacoby got better every day for several months, and then um, he didn't miss anything uh, in terms of meetings or preparation, traveled with us on the road and so forth. He just wasn't able to do much, and um, now that he's come back, he's working his way back into it. You just don't pick up where he left off without um, having the opportunity to you know, have the timing of all those plays and it's um, being able to throw the ball for a couple months or however long it was that he wasn't able to do it, six weeks, whatever it was, I can't remember. But it was a significant amount of time. So and all that's coming back. Uh, but it's not like training camp where you're out there pretty much every day. You know, we only practice, call it, three times a week. Uh, so just less, just less of what he needs, but other guys are at a different point in the season, and so we have to try to manage the team, but he's making progress. He's coming. Let's do the best we can. We're limited in some ways. There
6: was an observation you made a long time ago with, uh, with Tom in 2000 that he really gathered the rookie group around himself and it was a good high-piper with that group in terms of organization. Does, does Jacoby, I don't even know, but does, does he have any of the same similar characteristics in terms of leadership?
5: I think he's got good. Yeah, I think he's got good leadership skills. Um, we're a little different team than we were in 2000 when we had I forget I Think it was like 22 or 23 first year players on that team. It was it was a lot. It was a, a high number. Um, we have a number of those guys now, but it's just a little. Let's it's just a little bit different. So he, but yeah, all those guys that he he works with that are um, you know on the practice squad or that need more reps. Um, whether it be a younger receiver like uh Devin or DeAndre White or um, Michael, who just got here, then you know he'll he'll work with those guys, DJ Foster, whoever happens to be Gaffney.
4: On Quincy Enwa, you treat him as a pure
7: receiver? Does he have some tight end tendencies?
5: Yeah, I mean he's a. Uh, He's a, he's a tough matchup guy. They they use him as a receiver, but uh, I think where his value really comes in for him is he can block and he can do some things that a tight end can do. Um, not so much as a point of attack in the running game, but again, it's you know he's a mismatch guy. So if he's on a defensive end, that's obviously a mismatch. But when you put another defensive back in. To match him, then he gains an advantage in the running game because he's a big, physical blocker. It's bigger than almost every defensive back in the league, I would think. Uh, and he does some other things like, um, you know, cutting the backside end or linebacker on, you know, flash plays and things like that. Uh, so, um, Coach Gailey uses him very, very effectively. It's um, it's definitely a problem because um, he's not a tight end. He is a receiver. He's not a tight end, but he is a tight end. So um you, you definitely don't want to get mismatched on him in a passing game you know end up with a linebacker on him or something like that when he's a uh he's not a tight end he's definitely not that but it's but they can create some some angles and some problems for you in the running game if you uh, are too light and then as I said then he gains an advantage on those guys in the, in the running game but maybe you can match up better to him in the passing game so it's a yeah, there's there's not a lot of guys like him. um There's some undersized tight ends, but they don't have the passing game skill. I mean, this guy can you know make plays forty yards down the field as a receiver, not as a tight end. You know he can do them on corners, and we saw him do it. So, yeah, he's he's a tough matchup. He's a unique guy. Tough, strong after the catch. You know catch and run plays. um You know under routes stuff like that. that you know, hitches, he can take a four or five yard play and turn it into 20 by his run after the catch skills. He's strong, he's got good balance, tough runner, tough kid.
6: Guys, what uh, state, two more? uh, Michael Floyd's BAC was released
5: yesterday in uh, Arizona. They call it super extreme DUI. Do you guys know the extent of it when you decided to claim him last week? Uh, No, not it was just released. Um, So finding out about the extent of it yesterday, does that change anything with him? Yeah. Well, again, uh, Ben, he's in a legal situation. I can't comment on his legal situation. I appreciate you asking about it, though. I really do. Just
7: want to be fair.
5: Yeah. Hundred percent. That doesn't change your opinion on the matter. I can't. I can't comment on on legal legal situation. Hey, one more. I, you I know this summer. You said. I believe you said at the training camp this summer, he was already ahead of where he was last year. As this season's gone on, what other improvements have you seen from him you know, back there at the corner position? Yeah, I think Malcolm's you know kind of getting to the point now in his third year uh, where it's you know it's incremental. It's it's a lot of little things. Um, you know, the jump from year one to year two, and maybe year two to the beginning of year three. But you know, there's a point now where it's it's not things aren't brand new. It's repetitions. It's uh, working with you know, more with his teammates. It's um, maybe some, you know, little things on a particular receiver, the way that because he's played the receiver now multiple times, uh, say with division teams or, you know, guys that we've gone up against, you know, two or three times now, then, you know, you start to get a feel for how, how to play that particular guy that you didn't have the first time. So, you know, those are all important uh, things to gain from experience, but uh, I think they're incremental relative to, the general learning of our system, of the league, of the NFL passing game, uh, that that kind of take place, you know, in that rookie year, year one to year two is a big jump, and then uh, in Malcolm's case, year two to year three, because he really didn't play much as a rookie, you know, ten percent, twelve percent playing time, whatever it was, so that second year was, um, you know, was was huge growth, but the third year was really building off the second year, which was not just rookie year, but. It, Kind of was sort of like a rookie year for him, if you will. A match-ups for the past couple Very competitive, you know. Malcolm's really competitive. I mean, he really bothers him when a guy catches the ball on one And that's the kind of attitude you want to have from a you know defensive back. And um, when they do catch it, you know, they want to make a real hard tackle and kind of make the guy pay for those yards that he got. Malcolm's a good tackler. It's really he's a tough kid. Um, so, yeah, that's. I think that competitiveness that, um, you know, and then when you match him up with another real competitive guy like a Steve Smith, for example, a guy like that, then, you know, you get, you got a war, you know. So that's – but I, I love Malcolm's competitiveness. I love the way he uh, competes and not just for the ball in a passing game but the tackle to, you know, to kind of hit the other guy harder and the other guy hits him, that, that kind of aggressiveness um, – you don't get that out of every corner, but he he brings that, and that's a that's a good quality. It's great quality. All right,
6: guys.
5: All right. Okay. Yep. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Bill Thank Belichick. You. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, especially Thank you. you, Ben Volen. Yep. Yep. My i man. I appreciate you asking. I really do. That was funny. Got to ask. That was fun. That was fun. That was funny. That was
1: really good. <laughs> do you see what Sherman did, Richard Sherman? You
3: told me yesterday. Oh, we talked the, about it yesterday, yeah. yeah.
1: He yeah. apologized, but he didn't really apologize. He yeah. didn't say, I'm sorry for he doing it. He was that. told to apologize, probably. I think yeah. Pete Carroll should sit his ass down this week and next week. Go won the division. Yeah, division. You got it wrapped up. Yeah. You know, you're going to play a home game. And that guy emasculated you on national television and your offensive coordinator. If you're not going to do it now, you're never going to do i got to see it. that video. I haven't seen it bad i mean he's i mean he's. i haven't a, seen it richard Sherman, when he wants to throw a tantrum he throws a tantrum boy you know yeah. emotional guy but you can be an emotional guy and not also be a raging a-hole defensive player dressing down the offensive coordinator
3: that's see that's not good that's ridiculous no he should be suspended for that yeah they should bench him oh suspend him sure suspend him for one game and he's not allowed near the facility pete's not doing it he's not gonna do it. no he's not no pete you kidding me that would that would require a spine. They found Chris Canty sleeping in a gas station one night, and they didn't suspend him. Really? Oh yeah, the the the, the defensive back that was one of their top picks uh, back in the late nineties. <laughs> Asleep at a gas station? Oh my god! Then one day in a locker room, he's lying on his back with a with a Santa hat on, singing the Twelve Days of Christmas. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. You understand uh, me? I witnessed that firsthand. Now, he sounded a little bit better than that. Did he? Yeah, he did. Box stops. Box <laughs> stops, guys. Come on. It's all about the box top. Oh my god. You understand me? Pro football players. Too much time. Too much money. It's what it is. Mm. It's what it is. And there's a lot of them. Damn there's shame. A ton ton of athletes. It's a big roster. You're not gonna get choir boys, that's for sure. That's no. pretty much understood, you know, with fifty three men and you know. Yeah, a good quarter of them aren't going to be choir boys. That's the the law of averages in the NFL. But they just get too much money and they have too much free time. I mean, really, think about it. You're a lineman, right? Now, somebody like Brady, he eats and sleeps, drinks and stuff. Because I bet, aside from the time he spends with his kids, right, right, or any charitable endeavors that he needs to do, that he has to do, you know, that he's committed to doing. Most of his time is spent looking at film and, and studying and everything else. That's ba- ba- Really, it is. You know, that's why he's so good. Right. But you're a lineman. You're done for the day at 4 o'clock. You're not looking at a tape. You're going home. Right. And it's 4 o'clock. What are you going to do? you ice up, son. Yeah, what are you going to do? you going to sit home and watch Oprah? <laughs> you know? You're going out. Right. What time's happy hour? You know, I mean, are you doing something, mm-hmm. you know, but you got a lot of free time. Sure. And you know what? You got a lot of money. Yeah. Let's get a beer, coach. Yeah. You can spend a lot of money. Now, they, they, they don't. Yeah, I'm not saying they all go out and get drunk, but I mean. No, they, they do. A, they are they have, have a lot of every free. Every single last one of them. Yeah, that's that right. That's true. They have a day, lot yeah. of free time and they have a lot of dinero, right. you know? Mm-hmm. That's a bad combination. Let's go get drunk. (laughs) For a 20-something? Yeah. That's a bad combination. For me, that would be a bad combination. No, we don't have to worry about that with you. No, you don't, because I wouldn't spend any of it anyway. Right. Or be paid it in the first place. No, that's true. (laughs) But if I ever did, what would I do? Nothing.
1: Yeah, I think if if you hit the lottery... I think you would probably, Me? yeah. If you oh, ever I'd go hit somewhere the ladder, warm. you'd go somewhere. You'd build a moat and a fence. You'd. you'd, you'd I would make build sure. a compound. I would yeah. build a
3: compound that would eclipse the one I have now. And I it would, would look just... like that place they oh.
1: caught Bin Laden in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, yeah, you know. There would be yeah. armed guards at every. Oh yeah, every. Door. No? Yeah, sure. no one would get through. Right, no. There would be uh, video cameras everywhere, security details. It would be. It would be terrible. It would be an awful place. There would no only you would be able to derive any joy from it.
3: Actually, you know, it probably wouldn't be a lot of security cameras or anything else. You know why? Because I'd be not somewhere where nobody would know where I was anyway. True, you know. But with all that extra money, you
1: yeah, know, yeah. and nothing to
3: spend on. Yeah, you'd yeah, you'd I, upgrade
1: I, everything. Ah, well, okay, you know, I might as ba- well.
3: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a big. You know, I don't. You know, I mean, I lock the door and close the curtains. That's about the. That's about the length of my security. You know, I don't really. You know, I don't. I don't have you know, armed guards in front of my place. Well, my you're gonna have a fortune to protect, so you know. Oh, that's true too. I never thought of that. Yeah, that'll be all. That'll be all. Like you know, I don't know. Won't be like Bury either. it in the yard. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah, it'll be. Bury summer. it under the pool in the original compound
1: That'd be interesting. That would be. Yep. If you do before you kick it, can you tell me where it is? If you bury your fortune.
3: Uh, for price. <laughs> Can't take it with you, King. <laughs> For a price. Yeah, that's true. Got no, no one to leave it to. No. Yeah. Oh, I know. No kidding. I know. Yeah. It, you know? The cats are all dead.
1: I got nobody to leave right. it Right. I'm kind of like the son you never had. I know. Yeah, that's true. You are.
2: Yeah.
3: I know. A lot of sad ways. You know, no kidding. <laughs> it is really sad, isn't it? Let's take a lie. break before <laughs> this gets weirder. <laughs> uh,
1: 603-883-9900. Your phone number. Quick break. We're back after this on Christian and King
0: sports fan you're listening to ESPN New Hampshire the Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit appletherapy.com.
7: This is Laura Remillard with November's Male Student Athlete of the Month, Sharuk Hassan from Bedford High School. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience as a senior? This year as a senior has been very crazy football wise, like winning in an OT versus Merrimack. What schools are you looking at? I'm looking at Northeastern, St. Lawrence. Just a lot of good educational schools in New England. What are you looking to major in? I'm looking to go into pre-med. How excited are you about D1 football state championship? Champion. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Our whole team is definitely very excited. It's the first one in BHS history for football to actually come out with a win this year. It's incredible. And definitely to be a captain of that team and finally put that banner up. Tell me a little bit about your volunteer work. During the summer, I was a volunteer at the LA House. I did a lot of volunteer with the National TV, so like HRC, FBI, part of the National Art Society goal, so there's a lot of volunteer work that I have to do with them. Like volunteer for blood drives, and I actually put on a dog ball tournament last year for the Children's Miracle Network. We donated like around $1,000. What inspires you to participate in all this volunteer work? I know a lot of people need our help, though. I just try to get back, try to do my part, and just volunteer my time. Is there anything else that you can really say that you got out of going to school in Bedford? privilege to play sports here. It's amazing because all the coaches, they really care about you. Coach Stink, like I look at him like as my best friend, but when it's time to you know, put on the pad, then he's definitely there to coach you up, too. So the teachers are amazing. They really care about you.
0: Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com.
4: These are not ponies, because this is Budweiser.
1: Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small or imported.
4: This is the famous Budweiser beer. It's not backing down, and it hasn't since 1876. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
6: The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th at Nashua High School South. This year's event features girls and boys teams from Nashua South, Nashua North, Alvern, Salhegan, Milford, Goffstown, and Merrimack, along with special appearances from the famous Chick-fil-A Cows. Games start at 10 a.m. each day and tickets are available at the door. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th. More info at nhsportspage.com. Cam Rogers.
1: According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are
7: forced to teach RG free, or I'll say refresh his mind on these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away. Don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on. Rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense, they have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III.
0: Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire to Southern New Hampshire's home. For the Boston Red Sox, this is ESPN New Hampshire.
1: 803 883 9900 is your phone number, 883 You can text in at 845-827-1250. We'll do notes from the kingdom in just a second, but I want to wait till Tom King gets back in the room. I don't know where he went.
0: I don't know where he went.
1: But uh, thank you, Tom. Sorry to interrupt whatever you had going on out in the hallway there. Yeah,
3: a very important conversation with Sully, very strategic.
1: Can you have it during the commercial, not
3: at the end well, well, of the commercial? It was during the commercial. No. Oh, well, I don't know when the end of the commercial is. This song's been going on for 59 seconds. Oh, that's all right. Well, he didn't have it on in there. Usually, Shh, if he has it on, sh- I can sh- hear sh- it.
1: Let's uh, go to the phone. 603-883-9900 <laughs> is the phone number. Tim is in London. Londonderry. Hi, Tim.
4: Hello. Hi, hey, Tim. Tim. Hey, Tom. What's up? Not much. Listen, a question for your listeners. Yes. And I have
3: approached you with this a couple times. Uh, uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait
4: a minute. What? The NBA, the NFL, yep. and Major League Baseball identify themselves as world champions when they play no one. In the world. Other than North America.
3: Right, right.
4: So why do they identify themselves as world champions?
3: That's a good question. I guess I think that they're the world. I don't because know. Because
1: when they first started calling it the yeah, World Championship, they, were the only playing. they had invented the sports, and the other countries in the world hadn't done it yet, so they were the best in the what. Now, it's, you're right. Maybe it's a little dated, but that's the reason why it started that way.
4: Well, it may be dated, but, I mean, even in the Caribbean had baseball, even in the 50s with right. Cuba, and uh, the NBA, Europe has had, uh, always basketball, you right? But the first
1: World Football. Series, Tim, was in like what 1901. I mean, it's you know, yeah. that's, the first World oh, that Series was, was, was before or any was of, of that. Yeah,
3: right, right. Now, Tim, would you want if you were Matt running a major league team? Because the, for for baseball, there is a world title, and there and there isn't hockey now and everything else. And mm. you know, there is a, there's world championships in just about every sport now. Would you want your players playing in the world in the World Classic? Um.
4: In baseball, not so much because well, I don't. Baseball not so bad because they're going to do it prior to the season. I think.
3: Right? Yes, they do. They do it during spring training. Right, but, but
4: hockey it, too. Right. They did a But if deal. you get injured,
3: you're, you're you know like Share you're at his wrist. It cost yep. him. A, cost him a year and a half.
1: Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand have not been the same this year after playing in that thing. Right over the, over the summer. I mean, there's you know it's it, the the Olympics, all that other stuff. That's
4: a that's a real.
3: Would you want? Yeah. Would you want your players? doing that right before the season starts, which is when those things are held.
4: Well, common sense, no, but you can't control them to that point. So. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: right. I would say definitely no, but that's, you know, you're right. It, they, these These people are, you know. In their contracts, you can't say you can't play anything else, unless they start drawing them up that way. I guess you know that could that could potentially happen, but it's tough to tell people they can't compete for their country. You know. it is, yeah. it is. I know it. That's uh, but that's it causes it causes more there. problems
3: sometimes than it's worth. I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tim, thanks for the call. No problem. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Me. I guess Tim was very. Uh... Tim's a former baseball coach. Oh, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, I guess he was telling Laura He was very, you know, proud of the fact that he knew you.
3: Oh, I've known Tim for years. Okay. Yep. No, great guy. Good to hear. Covered um, him, too. Yeah? Yeah. When he was, uh, he was a Legion coach in the London area. Okay. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I said to him, what are you doing this for? <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, what are you covering this for? <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice story. Uh, this is way bad. I, we're, we're going back in the early 80s. Wow. We're going back to 84, early
1: 85.
3: Oh, Tim and his family are great.
1: Great people. All right. Uh, Let's get the notes from the kingdom. Here they are.
4: Message for you, sir. King
3: in the castle. King in the castle.
0: Notes from the kingdom.
3: Well, Bishop Girton and Bedford Mm -hmm. played each other in a, you know, rare early season matchup. These games were late in the year last year. They played each other last night in hockey at Sullivan Arena. At St. A's, campus of St. A- Anselm's, the mm-hmm. place was packed. The game was fantastic. But it ended in a 3-3 tie. Um, I think Jacob Perrin, unbelievable in goal for BG. He had 34 saves. BG only managed 12 shots, uh, 15 <clears throat> shots on goal. Mm-hmm. So Bedford was very good. Of the six goals scored, only five. I mean, of the six goals scored, only one was a 5-on-5. Everything else was special team. But Bedford, Bedford's Griffin Gagne scored all three goals for Bedford. Hat trick. Two of them were shorthanded breakaways. So it was just, you know... Both teams made mistakes. BG got two power play goals. Cam Fagan had a big goal for Girton. But, um, you know, they, I think if we we left it there, if, if, if they kept playing, we'd, we'd still be there. But Bedford, in the overtime, BG had a power play they couldn't connect. Mm-hmm. But Ben Peterson had a one-timer that should have gone in. And uh, Fred Voloshin made a great save for Bedford. At the same time, Bedford had a lot of saves, a sl- all shots on uh, uh, on Parent, but one that wasn't made was a bouncer that uh, a Bedford forward couldn't get the handle on. That was right in front of an open net. It was a rolling puck, and he couldn't quite get the handle on it. Perrin recovered in time to knock it away, and uh, and BG preserves a three-three tie. They were up three-two. Bedford tied it with about four minutes left uh, on on a uh, power play goal. So. The uh, Bedford Bulldogs one zero one BG two zero one Bedford's only win against the other good team in Division One. There's three top teams: Bedford, Concord, and BG. Bedford beat BG uh, beat Concord three to two to open up the season. So that's it for regular season hockey for them until uh, after the uh, after the holidays because there's Christmas tournaments next week. Congratulations to the North Sauhegan Co-op team. They won their first game of the season last All right. night, Good for beating that. Trinity 5-4. to four. Brendan Martin got the game winner, and he also had four assists in this game. Jeremiah Latham had a pair of goals also, and uh, Dean Paquette had two goals as well. John Natale, two assists, and Robbie Morell who's basically a rookie in goal. He's never played a goal before, 13 saves. So that was a big win. Wyndham gets off to a big start with a 3-1 win over Merrimack. And Merrimack's got a good team, but probably not as good as as last year's. So they end up winning uh, in their game three to one over the Tomahawks. Uh, wrestling last night there was a lot of wrestling. Milford a 37-25 win over Gosstown BG a thirty six to six win over Spalding. Albert a forty two to thirty three win over Memorial. South a sixty two to eighteen win over Winnetka, and for South. They, that was the biggest thing. They had They had uh, a bunch of wins by fall. Trevor Froberg, uh, Pradov, Pravhala, uh, Tom Cullerton, Chad Lack, uh, Lackamy, and uh, Jeremy Bridge all had big wins for South in wrestling. But there's uh, the one thing about wrestling I don't understand. I guess because of the weight, you have to make weight. What's with the leotards? You know? Yeah, I know. The leotards, I know it, really. The... There's a lot of forfeits
1: in these matches. Really,
3: I mean, there's because they don't have
1: enough players. They don't have enough weight class guys. Yeah,
3: they don't make that weight, Mm. and there's a ton of forfeits. Teams won matches simply because they had a lot of forfeits.
1: Yeah,
3: you know. And that's a, That's tough.
1: That is tough. That really is. But I also don't love the idea of high school kids cutting that much weight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's. I don't either. I, know.
3: A, I, I don't know. Yeah, the sport of wrestling <laughs> is intriguing, but it's it's also tough.
1: Yeah, I got a couple. Of, are you done? Yeah, I'm a, all right. Yeah. I got are a couple you notes. You finished? Are you done? <laughs> I was. I didn't want to cut you off if you weren't done it's yet. All right. You know? um, my first note from the kingdom comes to us from Canterbury. I'm getting this from Dan Sufert's uh, <laughs> piece in the Union Leader today. Police are looking for a man who entered a closed meat store Monday night and tried to steal food only to be confronted by the store's manager, who punched him in the head and chased him out of the store. Uh, The suspect, who entered the Fox Country Smokehouse just before 8 o'clock, was wearing a large ski mask, escaped uh, store manager Bill Annis and fled the scene, but not before Annis ripped the shirt off his back and punched him in the face. Uh, I just wish I'd been able to rip the mask off his face so I could see who he was, Annis said. He didn't get away with anything aside from giving me a punch in the head. Annis said he and the other store employees, including his 20-year-old daughter, were working in the back of the store on Christmas, uh, meat packages for customers. The store was closed, he said, but there were lights inside and outside. As the employees were packing the foods, Annis and his daughter noticed someone on the store security monitor. Annis confronted the man, who was just under six feet in height. The man then punched Annis and tried to leave the store. Punching back, Annis managed to rip the guy's shirt off. The store's employees uh, watched the man flee into the cold air Monday night. Nobody was seriously hurt. Nothing was lost from the store. Police said they don't yet have leads in the case and they're asking for the public's help. Um, the uh, police chief said local police aided by the state police and Loudon police arrived on the scene and used the police dog to follow the guy's tracks, which led to an area where the man's vehicle had been parked with another man waiting in it. The two had quickly left the scene. No one was seriously hurt. Anyone with information about the incident asked to contact the Canterbury Police Department at 783-0433. Uh, another note, this one appropriate, in the Michael Floyd uh, Oh God! Hysteria that we've seen lately.
3: We don't have a super duper extravaganza DWI in New Hampshire.
1: Uh, I don't know if they call it that, but if they if they do, this one would probably qualify. A Salem man, who police say passed out in his vehicle while facing the wrong way in a drive-through coffee shop, is facing drunk driving charges. If you can believe that.
3: First well, of all, at least he went to the coffee place to try. How to do you? What did he up? back
1: into the drive-through, or did he go forward from no, the he exit? He went
3: the other way. In other words, you go around, you go into the drive-thru, you're on the right side of the building, probably, right? right? but he drove through the... So he went went to the the left side and went backwards.
1: Yeah. So in other words, he
3: went by the window first before he went to the order place. That had to
1: be the way he did it, right? Well, he probably pulled up and was sitting there waiting for someone to take his order, and it was on the wrong side, and he didn't realize it, and he just fell asleep. Uh, Officers had to bang on the windows of a running vehicle in which John Burke (sighs) was seated Wednesday night, then opened the driver's side door to shake Burke several times before he woke up. Call came in just before 9 p.m. from the Aroma Joes at Three Chambers Drive. While speaking with (laughs) Burke. Aroma Joes, Aroma Joes. Uh, I guess the aroma wasn't strong enough mm-hmm. to uh,
3: to do the trick for him.
1: While speaking with Burke, an order of an alcoholic beverage was apparent, and he admitted to drinking alcohol. Burke willingly submitted to field sobriety tests and failed them. He was taken to the Hooks Police Department, where he refused to take a breathalyzer. He was charged with driving while intoxicated, released on $2,000 personal recognizance. He's doing Hooksett District Court on January 6th.
3: So he does the, the, the test. He does the sobriety test, but he doesn't take the breathalyzer. That's weird. Mm. Usually it's, you know, it's, it's a package deal isn't it? You would think, yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting.
1: <laughs> one of the commenters on the story saying, "Well, he was trying to get coffee, at least he was trying to sober That's up." That's what <laughs> I said. I said at least he was headed in the right right direction, right. you know.
3: Oh uh, boy.
1: Um and finally, New Hampshire, hold your head up high. Show some pride today. For you are number one. And uh usually when we talk about things New Hampshire's number one in it's you know, alcohol can say even though it's not just because people come up here and buy it, but you know, that's usually number one in that per capita, number one in, in other things. But now, uh, New Hampshire, we can all be very proud that uh the state of New Hampshire is number one in cocaine use among young adults. Oh my god, is it really? Number one. <laughs> in the country? Between eight and twenty five. Eighteen sorry, eight and 25. eight and twenty 20- <laughs> 18 and 25.
3: (laughs) I see those 8-year-olds flying around town all the time.
1: This is from the Washington Times. Uh, Roughly 1 in 20 young adults in America reported using cocaine in the past year. According to the Obama administration report Tuesday, That says 16 states saw an uptick while use in other states stayed flat and no decreases reported in any state or region. So kids are doing coke. Uh, Cocaine use ranged from less than 2% of residents age 18 to 25 in Mississippi to more than 1 in 10 in New Hampshire. Yikes.
3: 1 in 10? 1 in
1: 10. 1 in 10? Yeah. This according to the Substance Abuse Arm of the Health and Human Services Department. Good Lord. 968,000 people over the age of 12 reported they started using cocaine in 2015, a 26% increase over 2014, and a higher total than each of the prior six years. Taken together, the results indicate that the drug associated with the 80s party scene is making a major comeback as the U.S. grapples with prescription painkiller and heroin epidemics. Uh, the government warns that cocaine is... Powerfully addictive stimulant that can lead to fatal heart attacks and strokes. And, uh, yeah, Jeez. it seems like it's uh, really cocaine making a big comeback here in 2016 in New Hampshire. So. Wow. Careful out there, folks.
3: 1 in 10. Where do you get that money? Good lord, That's expensive stuff. The, uh, gra- the
1: Granite Hammer is not going to be happy about this. No. You know, the Granite Hammer has been arresting a lot of people. Every time you open the paper, Granite Hammer, and there's like 20 mugshots. But Oh, oh I, know. I know. Someone's getting their cocaine still. Um, we got to oh, take a break. 603-883-9900 is the phone number. 883-9900. Quick break. We're back after this.
0: Talking boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who
6: likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of the WBC.
0: On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire.
3: The Patriots play the Jets in New York in a special Saturday Christmas Eve day game. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. This is ESPN New Hampshire's Pete Terrier, wishing everyone a happy holiday and inviting you to join me for an afternoon of fun, prizes, and football with Coors Light at the Wild Rover Pub in downtown Manchester. The Rover is a Manchester institution, and it's a great place to watch the Pats. You can order something delicious to eat and wash it down with an ice-cold Coors Light. Cheer on the Pats at the Wild Rover Pub, 21 Osco Street, downtown Manchester.
6: Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. Are you going through a rough patch right now and could use some help from professionals? Are you unsure of how to proceed and could use a guiding hand? Well, then let the attorneys at Dehar Law Firm make...